What is your relationship with yourself like? Are you accepting, kind and forgiving of yourself? Do you embrace both the good and bad parts of yourself? Because it's really easy to mistreat yourself and for that mistreatment to go unnoticed. I mean, I didn't realise I was making myself feel like that until I felt the relief of positivity and self-acceptance. You're listening to The Little Podcast, the podcast where we reflect on different topics each week together. All episodes are aired on Unity FM 93.5 on Wednesdays at 1pm. Their website is linked below if you'd like to tune in and be the first to hear new episodes each week. But of course, they will all also be available on my blog, www.littlemissnblog.wordpress.com, as well as on all major podcast platforms. In this episode, I talk about self-confidence and self-acceptance and why I think we should all strive for it. I talk about my own journey and what I've learned from it. So inshallah, I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Salams, guys. You're listening to The Little Podcast. I'm your host, Zaina or Little Miss Zen. Hope you're all well and that you're having a good day. Today's episode, I want to talk about confidence, but self-confidence mainly, like having confidence in yourself, in yourself as a person, in your abilities and skills, and just in general, really. Self-confidence is really important and for me personally it's been something that I've struggled with in the past growing up and I still do sometimes as well. I just want to talk about like why having self-confidence is healthy and something that we should all strive to have, you know? So what do I mean by self-confidence exactly? Well what I mean is trusting in your own abilities, qualities and judgement, having faith in yourself, valuing yourself as a person, giving yourself credit, not belittling yourself or your emotions. And a lot of people do do this, including myself when I was growing up. I have had my fair share of making myself feel small and insignificant. But in my experience, it's just led to bad mental health. It's just that feeling of believing that others are better than you in every way. So self-confidence is about essentially feeling good about yourself, is what I mean. When you look in the mirror, you see someone who you accept, embrace and truly love. And that's why I think that self-confidence is also very interlinked with self-love. But just for this episode, I want to focus on self-confidence mainly and self-acceptance. But I will be covering self-love in another episode, inshallah. So I wanted to start by sharing my journey with self-confidence growing up. On my blog, I have a poem called Melodies, which I wrote quite a while ago now. I think I was in secondary school. And it talks about how I felt back then. Small, insignificant. And it took me a while to realise that I wasn't just experiencing the emotions. I realised that I myself was making myself feel that way. And anyone who knows me growing up knows that I used to be a very loyal, big fan of Lily Singh or Superwoman. And when I tell you that she helped me with my self-confidence, I mean she really did. Watching her videos, and back then it was all about Unicorn Island. For those of you who don't know, Unicorn Island was like a like a kind of like a metaphor of her happy place so it's just filled with things that make her happy and just positivity and I think that I don't know what exactly it was about her but I think it was just like her whole personality and just positive spirit that just really rubbed off on me and 
till this day it still left a very lasting impression on me and I've found myself to be more positive and motivated to be me by the time I had reached sixth form and so and I talked about this in another blog post as well that I wrote a while ago about that phase when I when I was feeling small I just I really made myself feel horrible and to pick myself back up having watched Lily sing and seeing how much positivity helped her I I decided to pick myself back up by trying to turn my negative thoughts into positive thoughts and obviously I know that is a lot easier said than done and at first I did just think it was stupid like I just I couldn't like make it happen I just felt like I was fooling myself and I was just faking it but the key is you have to accept yourself first otherwise you will feel like a fool and I really found that that's a really important step to take before you can be positive about yourself or your personality or your abilities you have to take yourself seriously and say yes this is me and I am who I am and that's okay and all of you not just the parts that you like about yourself flaws and all you you really need to love even the bad parts of yourself no matter how horrible you may think that part is it's about saying i am who allah has made me to be and he makes no mistakes and that faith in allah that he has made you perfectly imperfect is what helped me to accept myself and it was a bit of a journey and it was a bit up and down and it did take quite a while but once you've made that commitment and you do take that first step into that journey i promise you it's worth it and it and it just made me realize that it's like with anyone else in your life they may have flaws but you still accept them for who they are well i hope anyway and so why not yourself you need to accept yourself flaws and all as well because you're just a person as well anyway so yeah once i accepted myself and became happy with who i was that's when self-confidence began to rise to be honest with me my lack of self-confidence was mainly to do with not believing that my voice mattered and so after i accepted myself i realized that my voice did matter and reflecting back on it now i only got to that place having been through that journey of self-acceptance and that's why i think it's really important because i've noticed that once i accepted myself all other aspects kind of just fell into place self-love self-confidence self-validation self-care it's kind of like the step that you need to take before anything else can happen and like that's why i said that it's so important because it really affects your relationship with yourself and your confidence and without it it just leads to like bad mental health so to all who's listening i really encourage you all to take that step and check yourself what is your relationship with yourself like are you accepting kind and forgiving of yourself do you embrace both the good and bad parts of yourself? I really want you to just reflect on your own self-confidence levels too because it's really easy to mistreat yourself and for that mistreatment to go unnoticed. I mean, I didn't realize I was making myself feel like that until I felt the relief of positivity and self-acceptance. Like I just back then I just thought it was the norm. It was normal for me to feel small and irrelevant because I genuinely believed like other people are better than me and that's just how it is but no it shouldn't be like that people need to be aware of how they are making themselves feel then and only then can they make that change i was reading my psychology textbook the other day for one of my modules and i was studying personality theories for one of my essays 
And in one of the theories, it talks about how emotional disturbances, like how it happens, like how do negative emotions occur, basically. Some of you may know Ellis's Rational Emotive Behaviour Therapy. Basically, it's like a therapy that aims to help people come out of depression and so on. And in that, he explains how disturbances come about and that they come about by our own beliefs. It's called the ABC model. Most people believe that the activating event, so that's the A in the model, is directly linked to its emotional consequences, but that's not true. And what I mean by activating event is the situation that you're in causing the emotions. So say, for example, you just receive a bad exam score and that made you feel sad. That would So the activating event would be the test score that you received and then the emotions would be that you feel sad afterwards. And most believe that the two are directly linked, but Ellis suggests that it, there is a third mediating factor between these two. And that is our belief, which is the B between the activating event and the consequences, which is the C. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but I hope it makes sense. Um, but yeah, this third factor comes in between the situation and the consequences, and it's our belief of the event. It's our own interpretation of what is happening, and that's what determines how we feel about the situation. So say if you were talking to someone and they seemed closed off or a bit dead, if your inter interpretation is that they are like this because they hate you, or that they don't want to talk to you, then that will most likely lead you to experience negative emotions about that situation and then about yourself. So you'd be like, oh, this person doesn't like me, they're being closed off, that makes me feel horrible because they don't want to be here and then that will lead to you thinking, oh, I'm such a horrible person, nobody wants to hang out with me. But if you simply change your interpretation of that same situation to be, maybe that person was just having a bad day. Or maybe they were going through something, maybe they were a bit distracted, maybe there was something on their mind that's nothing to do with you, then the emotions you experience about that same situation will be more positive and they won't affect how you feel about yourself. So in this situation, if someone's like being dead or they're, they're not, you know, really with it when you're when they're with you, you won't be thinking, oh, it's because I'm a horrible person. You'll be thinking, maybe I need to be there for them. Maybe it's something that's going on in their life, you know, that kind of thing. And instead of it leading to you saying, oh, you're a horrible person, it won't lead to any negative emotions about yourself. It will instead maybe even say, oh, I need to be a good friend, if that makes sense. And so overall, it will affect you less mentally. And so if we apply this to ourselves as a whole, then our mental health won't be as affected. Because if we don't have that positive accepting interpretation or evaluation of ourselves, then of course it will lead to mental health issues and insecurities relating to self-esteem and self-confidence. And I know I'm no expert, but this is just, you know, my personal experience that I wanted to share. I just feel, I just really feel like we need to be aware of this, this third factor of our own thoughts. We always talk about emotions as if we have no control over them, but in reality, we do to a certain extent. I say to a certain extent, but in this case of reflecting on well oneself, we definitely do create our own emotional responses in our brain. And that is something that we can become aware of and control. So what I'm saying is just become more aware of what you say to yourself in your head, because it really can have a big effect on how you are and how you feel about yourself. Really work on being your own best friend, as cheesy as that sounds, it's true.
Too many people brush away their relationship with themselves because they either are not aware of it or they think it's not really important, but I'm here to tell you that it really is. So I hope you found this useful and inshallah may we all become kinder to ourselves and develop our own self-confidence. If you're struggling right now, know that you're not alone and there is a way out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you to reach the other side and come out of it a more positive and self-accepting person, inshallah. And so my final thought that I want to leave with you guys today is, do you listen to yourself? I really, I really want you guys to just reflect on that for a second. Do you listen to yourself? Do you take in what you say to yourself? How do you make yourself feel? Because if you don't listen to yourself, then I, I highly encourage you that you do start to. And just and just see where it takes you. So inshallah, that's all from me for today. Inshallah, I hope you found it useful. And I'll see you in the next one. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited for the next episode. It's the first episode that I have with a guest. So inshallah, stay tuned because it's going to be a special one. And again, I'm sorry that this is kind of short compared to the rest of the episodes. But I promise from next week, there'll be normal length. But yeah, but inshallah, I hope you guys have a good rest of day and that you found this beneficial. Until next time, assalamu alaikum.